This episode of the Mainly Plants podcast is sponsored by Health IQ, an insurance company that helps health-conscious people like whole food plant-based, vegans, runners, cyclists, weightlifters, and vegetarians get lower rates on their life insurance. Go to healthiq.com slash MPP, as in Mainly Plants podcast. That's healthiq.com slash MPP. To support the show and see if you qualify today. Hey, everybody. The Mainly Plants Podcast. My name is Ryan Furman. I'm a certified plant-based nutritionist and personal trainer. The website is mainlyplants.com. At Mainly Plants on social media, you can get a hold of me through, there through direct message or on the website, or you can email me, ryan at mainlyplants.com. Uh, for all of your Amazon shopping needs, head over to amazon.com slash mainlyplants. It uh, helps me out so I can continue to keep the podcast for free. In the same regard, if you haven't done it yet, do it now and go into iTunes. Please take a second to rate and review the podcast. It helps me out tremendously. So please, please, if you haven't done that yet, quickly press pause, navigate over to iTunes, uh, and go ahead and leave a uh, rating and or review if you can. Pass along the podcast to a friend. Let's keep this going. So... uh, I mentioned last week that I was going to be putting t-shirts up on Amazon. Those are now up. If you have trouble finding them, let me know. Uh, But you should be able to uh, navigate over to um, Mainly Plants. Uh, If you type in Mainly Plants two words in the search bar, that might show up. If you have trouble finding them, let me know. I can send you a link. I'm also going to be putting up a link on the website. It might not be up by the time you hear this, but it should be up the next couple days. So if you go to the website which I'm going to do now. I can tell you exactly where it's going to be. Mainlyplants.com. Aim. Well, as soon as it... Okay, so um, when you go to the website and you click on Shop Mainly Plants, it'll take you directly to my Amazon link with all the the T-shirts on it. The Esselstein shirts, uh, the Esselstein is my homeboy shirts, will be off of Etsy in the next few days. They're going to be over to Amazon. Um, and you, they will be Amazon Prime. All my t-shirts are Amazon Prime, so you get them uh, free of delivery charges. And um, right now, there are one, two, three, four, five, six different designs up there. Each design comes in men and women's style t-shirts and in a multitude of colors. So the ones that you see in the thumbnails are not the only ones there. So be sure to check them out. Uh, be sure to rip your, your wear. This week, we're talking about sweeteners. You all use them. I've used them before. Uh, I used to have a little iced tea addiction, and I used to put one sweet and low and one equal in each glass of iced tea. But this is when I didn't know what the fuck I was doing, and I didn't know that this stuff was going to be killing me. But let's talk about them, right? Okay. So sweeteners can be found in everything from breath mints, um, chewing gums. People put them, uh, you know, big companies put them in jams and jellies, juices, nutrition bars, yogurts. Um, the National Institute of Health, in an AARP study, uh, which followed hundreds of thousands of Americans for a decade, 
found that frequently drinking sweetened beverages may increase depression risk among older adults. Now, you might remember I did a podcast a while back um, on depression and about how you can actually eat to combat a lot of the symptoms of depression and how things with lycopene in it, that's uh, that's the red stuff, so tomatoes, carrots, beets, um, pretty much any red or orange vegetable has lycopene in it, carrots, uh, those are especially good uh, at elevating your mood. So go ahead and listen to that podcast if you haven't heard it yet. But what they found is that drinking these sweetened beverages can increase depression in older people. Now, adding sugar to coffee can actually negate many of coffee's positive effects on mood. And adding the artificial artificial sweetener aspartame, which is what's found in Equal and NutraSweet, or saccharin, which is in sweet and low, was associated with an increased risk of depression. So not only does adding sugar to coffee um, kind of cancel out a lot of the mood elevation that coffee brings you, but if you add these artificial sweeteners, they can actually cause depression. So you want to be careful about that. You got The way that I think about coffee, and I've talked to a ton of people about this, first of all, Coffee just black with maybe if you want to add a little bit of almond milk in there, but just straight coffee is very good because you're actually tasting the coffee bean. You're tasting that robustness of the coffee bean. So it's a lot better tasting once you get acclimated to it. Um, it not only that, but I mean, the taste is great, but you're also drinking coffee for the effect. So if you're not getting the that mood elevation, you're just getting the jitters from the that, that caffeine crash, you're not really doing yourself any good. Now, there was controversy surrounding aspartame's neurological effects, and it began in the 1980s when subjects uh, with a history of depression seemed to experience very severe reactions to the sweetener that a study was halted prematurely. Now, more recently, aspartame's neurobehavioral effects were investigated in a population free from mental illness. Okay, so they, they did a study where nobody had any kind of uh, history of mental illness. Now, healthy individuals were split into two groups, and half of them were given a higher dose of aspartame. Now, it's the, they give them the equivalent of about three liters of Diet Coke's worth, okay? Now, that's a lot That's a lot of aspartame. And the other half, a lower dose, which was about a single liter of Diet Coke's worth. And then they switched the groups. After only eight days on the higher aspartame dose, participants exhibited more depression and irritability and performed worse worse on certain brain function tests. That's really scary if you think about it. You're, the, the, they're in, granted, it's a, a big dose, but say you drink coffee every day, and say you have, you know, say you drink it every day, and say you have two cups every day, and you put, you know, aspartame, you know, laden sweeteners in your coffee every day you're going to get a buildup of it. And not only did, did these people get depressed and irritable, but their brains actually suffered. They performed worse on these brain function tests. <clears throat> so blackstrap molasses and sugar from dates may be the only two health-promoting caloric sweeteners. Other such sweeteners such as honey and maple, agave, brown rice syrups, they don't offer you really anything nutritionally. Yeah, honey's good and it can help, you know, fight off allergies, but 
if you're a strict vegan, you're not going to be eating it. And it's just sugar. So there's not really any nutrition to it. But you might want to look into blackstrap molasses and date sugar. <clears throat> Which brings us on to stevia. Now, WHO, the World Health Organization, considers up to 1.8 milligrams of stevia compounds per pound of body weight to be a safe amount. So having up to two stevia sweetened drinks a day is technically considered harmless. Now, the sugar alcohols sorbitol and xylitol, I think I've mentioned these before, um, can also be harmless, but they aren't absorbed by the body and end up in the colon where they can draw in fluid and cause diarrhea. Now, there is another compound related called erythritol, and it's absorbed um, by the body and may have a harmless have the harmlessness of xylitol without that laxative effect. Now, uh, erythritol doesn't cause cavities and hasn't been implicated in fibromyalgia, preterm birth, headaches, hypertension, or brain disorders, disorders like those other low-calorie sweeteners that I mentioned before. And it also may have some antioxidant properties. Now, as with any highly processed product, it, it shouldn't really be used a lot. And, you know, it shouldn't limit you from having actual whole foods. So use it sparingly. <clears throat> now, you mentioned, you heard me mention aspartame earlier, and I want to talk about it more in depth. Okay. Before I do, I want to tell you guys about Health IQ. Now, Health IQ, you've heard me mention them before, you've seen the commercials on TV. They are a life insurance company that helps health conscious people like you get better rates on your life insurance. If you have a family, if you have a daughter, if you have sons, if you have even if you're just married, you should have life insurance. And there's no reason for you to pay more for life insurance if you are um, healthier than the greater population, right? You've heard me talk about this a million times. You've heard me mention how there should be companies that reward you and get you to pay less because you're a healthy person. And finally, this one has come along. So to see if you qualify and to get a free quote, head on over to healthiq.com MPP or mention the promo code MPP when you talk to a Health IQ agent. I would love to hear your success stories with this. They have great ratings uh, online. And uh, I mean, I, when I've talked to their representatives, um, they've been nothing but amazing. Uh, they're rated a 9.6 on Trustpilot. So you know, the customers do love them. Check them out, it can't hurt. It's totally free to fill out an application and to see what they can save you. So again, head on over to healthiq.com slash MPP. <clears throat> so, aspartame. Um, over 90% of independent studies have shown that aspartame may cause adverse health effects. Moreover, aspartame is metabolized into methanol, which is converted to formaldehyde and formic acid, which is toxic. Formaldehyde, um, I believe is what they use to preserve dead bodies in the morgue. You've, I'm sure you've heard of formaldehyde before. Now, aspartame has been shown to induce glucose intolerance by affecting our gut microbiota. Now, you've heard me talk about the importance of your gut microbiome a million times. So this 
totally fucks it up. Now, there's also an association between total aspartame consumption and the risk of multiple myeloma, fibromyalgia, hypertension, um, non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, and leukemia. Diet soda consumption has been linked to increased depression, like I mentioned before, um, with individuals who already suffer from mood disorders having a higher risk when consuming aspartame, as aspartame uh, has been shown to be linked to mental disorders and the compromise of learning and emotional functions. Now, in a study with healthy individuals, half of the FDA's recommended daily allowance of aspartame, which is two, 25 milligrams per kilo of body weight, so 25 milligrams per 2.2 pounds is the FDA's allowance. When that was administered, um, after eight days, participants experienced an increase in irritable mood, depression, and decreased brain function. So screw the FDA. Um, They're not in it to keep you healthy. They're saying that they're allowing you to have 25 milligrams per pound that you weigh, or per kilo that you weigh, per 2.2 pounds that you weigh. But when you actually consume what they're allowing you to consume, you know, quote unquote, allowing you to consume, you're going to have decreased brain function, depression, and irritable mood. So that, I mean, if nothing else, that should show you how screwy the FDA is. Um, but I think that's going to be a podcast for another time. Um, it's also been associated with weight gain. Now, there's been several large-scale prospective studies, and they've found a positive correlation between aspartame-sweetened soda, diet soda, and increased weight gain. Now, this could be due to overeating in light of the calories saved by drinking diet sodas. So you're drinking diet sodas... Um, to, you know, to keep the calories low and to not gain weight, but this is actually showing a positive correlation between aspartame and weight gain anyway. So you're fucking yourself regardless. Plus, it tastes like shit. Now, um, you heard me mention erythritol earlier. Now, again, it's a sugar alcohol found naturally in pears and grapes. This is the one that um, is actually could be good for you. Now, industrially, it's made by yeast. It's an excellent sugar substitute because it can both replace sugar with very few calories and may also help reduce free radical formation um, because it's been shown to be an antioxidant, like I talked about earlier. Now, unlike the other sugar alcohols, sorbitol and xylitol, it is absorbed into the body. And it doesn't have that laxative effect that I mentioned earlier. I don't know if you guys have experienced that. I certainly have. Um, when I have tried things with sorbitol in it, I've noticed that it does have a laxative effect. Um, so it, it might depend on how much you consume, how sensitive your stomach is. I don't really have a very sensitive stomach, but it did kind of kick me in the ass, no pun intended. Now, um, erythritol is safe, but again, it's not an excuse to eat more junk food, to eat more processed stuff. Over the years, several large-scale um, studies found that positive correlation between artificial sweetener and weight gain. Now, again, like aspartame, it might just be because you think you can eat more because you're saving on calories. So you're just kind of evening out what you would be saving, if that makes sense. So, you know, there hasn't been one done um specifically for erythritol, just for artificial sweeteners in general, and aspartame specifically. But, you know, 
you shouldn't be consuming a lot of this stuff anyway. Moderation, right? So it, it all comes back to that varied whole food plant-based diet. You know, there are, nobody's perfect. There are, there is room to cheat. There is room to, you know, have your cheat meals and have your guilty pleasures. But again, it should be limited. And when you have that guilty pleasure, you know, say you eat super well all week long and Saturday night comes around, you want to have, you know, some non-dairy ice cream and some coconut whipped cream on top. Okay, go for it. But that doesn't mean that you need to do that every night. And you should get right back on the whole food plant-based diet after that. A lot of people will make the mistake of eating something crappy. And then in their head they go, well, I've already fucked up. So I might as well just keep the downward spiral going. I'll pick myself up on Monday. So I'll just screw off the rest of the weekend. No. Everybody messes up. Just get right back up on it and you'll be fine. One meal is not going to screw up your your diet, your whole lifestyle, your way of eating. And I bet you you'll feel so crappy after you eat that cheat meal that you'll kind of miss that whole food plant-based food. I know like, so I'm a glutton for sandwiches. My favorite food is, is sandwiches, uh, as ridiculous as it is. I don't care what kind of sandwich it is. Just anything between two hearty pieces of bread. I love bread. I'm, I love carbs. It's my weakness. So... Now and again, I'll have a sandwich and I'll enjoy the hell out of it and I'll scarf it down. Um, but afterwards, I'm like, yeah, that was delicious. But now I can really go for something super clean, a big salad, whatever it is, you know, fruit salad, a big salad, um, whatever your favorite whole food plant based meals are that get you back on track. So sweeteners really try to stay away from them unless it's that erythritol. Um or, you know, the, the, the um, what did I mention before? Those, uh, the blackstrap molasses and the date sugar. So if you can find those and use those instead, you're going to be much better off. So if you can't kick the coffee right now, or if you don't want to kick the coffee and you, you do use sweetener in it, blackstrap molasses, date sugar, or uh, erythritol-based sweeteners. But you want to stay away from like those disgusting um, uh, coffee creamers that have like all the different flavored shit. First of all, a lot of those aren't even a lot are those aren't even vegan, uh, aren't even plant based. You know, they might say non dairy, but a lot of the times they have other animal products in them under the quote unquote uh, natural flavors banner. So stay away from them. I know that a lot of a lot of artificial flavored stuff, um, and sweetened stuff, and fl- like uh, stuff that is flavored just, fla- just tastes like other garbage is they use, uh, I believe it's beaver anal glands to sweeten it. It's this, it's a, a derivative that they extract out of a beaver, beaver anal gland. So if that doesn't stay away from, it make you stay away from something, I don't know what will. Um, but I love coffee as much as the next person. I drink it black. I enjoy it. And I really try to limit myself from coffee. So I'll have coffee maybe, you know, maybe once a week, if that. Because I feel so much energy from having a whole food plant-based diet that I don't need to have the coffee. I wake up and I'm good to go. I wake up, I go to the gym, and my body's energized for the rest of the day. I don't have the crash from caffeine later on. You know, believe it or not, I have a lot of energy just from drinking water. So, with that being said, please, please, please be sure to check out the uh, the new t-shirts. 
rate and review the, the uh, podcast. And until next time, go eat a salad. <laughs>